0: Hello, everyone. It is Russell Lance here with the third episode of Sports Talk. I decided to take a little break after my second episode, you know, for holiday for the holiday season. And after watching the last two weeks of the NFL season, we now know who is in the playoffs. It looked like the Vikings were going to squeak in, but then a tough loss at Chicago forced them out. Excuse me. <laughs> a tough loss at Chicago forced them out and it ended up putting in the Eagles, who shot who shut out the Washington Redskins. So the defending Super Bowl champions are in the playoffs. The people that they beat, the New England Patriots, are also in the playoffs. The Patriots finished 11-5 and will have the second seed. The Chiefs have the first seed. The Chargers have the fifth seed. The Baltimore Ravens have the fourth seed. The Texans have the third seed. And the Colts, I believe, have the sixth seed. Over on the NFC side of things... Uh, the Saints have home field advantage, so they have the one seed. The two seed belongs to the Los Angeles Rams. Second seed, I mean the third seed, belongs to the Chicago Bears. Fourth seed belongs to the Dallas Cowboys. Fifth seed, Seattle Seahawks. And sixth seed, e- Philadelphia Eagles. So the NFL playoffs are set. <clears throat> the matches are up. And we, next this Saturday and next Sunday, we will see who will go to the divisional round, Then the week after that we will see who goes to play for the conference championship, after that we will see who goes to play for the Super Bowl, and at the Super Bowl we will find out who will take home the Lombardi Trophy and take home the right to be named Super Bowl 53 champions and world champions of football. And right now we are going to predict each winner, analyze the matchups that are going on, and give our predictions, well, mine, to see who could possibly shoot their way into Super Bowl 53, or will shoot themselves in the foot and get themselves out of the playoffs. So, one thing I want to make clear, I don't think there will be any, like, one and duns in the divisional round. I don't think there will be many one and duns. I think there might be one uh, one-and-done, but we will get to that in a little bit. Um, the one team... The one matchup I'm looking forward to most this weekend is the Ravens and the Chargers. We I want to see what this kid Lamar Jackson can do against a defense like the Chargers, who have kept up with the Chiefs who are number one in the AFC. And the Chiefs, you know, they lose one, two more games. Maybe the Chargers are the ones with the first round by and the home field advantage instead of them. And they're down in the fifth seed playing Baltimore. So it just. Makes me realize how close this was and, you know, after beating the Browns in convincing fashion, after the Browns had a pretty stellar season, and also barely beating out the cheer, the Steelers to uh, clinch the division title. We're going to see a good matchup between Lamar Jackson and Phillip Rivers. Uh, Lamar, you know, he's a mobile quarterback, can run it just as well as he can throw it. He's the quarterback. On the future of the franchise for the Baltimore Ravens he's going to move on without Joe Flacco Joe Flacco will probably be a free agent at some point and will probably play more of a backup role here on out from here on out, but they might be stuck with Joe Flacco for a while you know as his contract runs through next year, and we will see what their decision with Joe Flacco is after this year. If uh, I think if Lamar Jackson wins this game and is able to lead his team to the divisional round and play a team like the Patriots or the Chiefs and make his way to the AFC title game somehow, they're going to stick with him. Even if he can only win this one game this weekend, he is go- they're going to stick with him. They're going to get rid of Flacco. They're going to show Flacco the door, give him the pink slip, all that good stuff. Another playoff match we have to look forward to this weekend, Texans and the Colts. This is the third time these teams have met this year. They have a season split one-to-one. The game is in Texas, in Houston, which Houston will play host to, uh, well, I mean, Tex, the state of Texas will play host to at least two games this weekend, and that being Dallas Seahawks and um, Houston and Colts. Deshaun Watson, last year, his season was cut short with an ACL tear and his hopes for Rookie of the Year went out the window. This year, he came back in a big way, started off 0-3, got off to a very slow start, but this team ended up winning (laughs) 11 games after Week 4. It went on a nine-game win streak, lost to the Colts, picked up another win, lost to the Eagles, and picked up another win against the Jaguars. Now they are 11-5. They clinched their division already. They were going to be in the playoffs after that nine-game win streak. Now it just goes to show, can the Texans keep up the momentum and knock off the Colts, who have also went on a win streak after starting, uh, I think, 1-5? or 1-4 and four or something like that, and they go on this huge win streak. Andrew Luck looks reborn. He threw 39 touchdown passes, which is the most for a player who has missed the season before. He missed all of last year, missed most of the 2015 season, missed most of the 2016 uh, season, hadn't really played a football game in about 600 days before the be- the opening weekend this season. Two years on the bench, two seasons on IR, and he's back looking like the 2014 Andrew Luck, the team that got to the AFC Championship game and crapped the bed against the Patriots. We are going to see an interesting matchup. This is Andrew Luck's first time back as a starter and first time going to the playoffs. He's picking up right where he left off before he was injured, and he's going to try to lead this Colts team to a Super Bowl at some point. This is their first playoff appearance since 2014, since that season they they Played the Patriots in the AFC title game and had a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And now it's up to Andrew Luck and his supporting cast around him to see if they still have that same magic from 2014. You know, after that win streak that they went on an eight game win streak, they look like they had the magic. They look like they had, the, they have the magic back with them. And the the momentum to be able to get past the Texans and go to the division around and play a team like the Patriots or the Chiefs. If they want to, if I think best case scenario, they beat the Texans and go play the Patriots because Andrew Luck, I feel like, just has a fire inside him and wants to get revenge for that 2014 championship game. And then, you know, play the conference title game and try to win that, and go to the Super Bowl and play whoever from the NFC. Uh, but it is isn't the t- it is at NRG Stadium. This defense all year for the Texans has been great. It's been dominant. They haven't been winning the turnover battle like they should be, but with pass rushers like J.J. Watt and Jadavian Clowney, Whitney Merciless, you. Three of those players are in that front seven, that dominating front seven. uh, There are three Pro Bowl caliber players, not to mention in in the secondary, you got Aaron Colvin, um, Tyron Matthew, Andre Hall. Three more Pro Bowl caliber players who are now getting to the postseason. Tyron Matthew, this is his first time in the postseason since the 2015 season, and he made it to the NFC Championship game. was one game away from going to the Super Bowl until they lost to Carolina. Now, it might be a long shot for the Texans to make the Super Bowl, but it's even more of a long shot for the Colts. So this weekend, the AFC matchups, from what I've seen, Starting off first with the Ravens and the Chargers, I think the Chargers are going to take the win. Uh, Phillip Rivers is a more experienced quarterback than Lamar Miller. Miller uh, is 6-1 this season as a starter, and I like the kid. I do. I like him. I really do. But I'm going to go with the more experienced team, the team who's more hungry, and I think that is the Chargers. So the Chargers' fifth seed will be moving on. And that means they're going to go play the Chiefs because my next pick is the Texans. This this match really all comes down to who has home field advantage, which you'll see a lot in the playoffs. This match will really come down to have who has home field, and I think the Texans thrive just so well at home. I mean, they, were, they look like they're hungry to win in the playoffs this year and hopefully make an AFC Championship game appearance, which they've never done. They have never been to the AFC Championship game, and they are looking to do that now and looking to get, hopefully, what is their first conference title game win and then what is their first Super Bowl. Uh, They were close to making the Super Bowl in Super Bowl 51. Uh, They just got knocked out in the divisional round by the Patriots. So we're going to see what happens. Hopefully, the Texans do win this game, and and I think the Texans will win this game and move on to go play New England. Now, over in the NFC side of things, you have Dallas and Seattle. Dak has not been to the playoffs since 2016. Neither has Russell Wilson. The only difference is, I got to take the more experienced quarterback here. And Dak and Zeke have a great attack on offense. Not to mention that defense playing close quarters. But Seattle's defense, best red zone defense in the league. Uh, best turnover differential in the league with, uh, I think, plus 14 or plus 15 uh, turnover differential. And they led the league in that stat when they won the Super Bowl, and they lead the league in the stat now on defense. And Wilson has not given up the ball too much this season. After an 0-2 start, switching back to the run game has really helped them. Chris Carson, first 1,000-yard season in Seattle since Marshawn Lynch in 2014. So... We are seeing a changing of the guard in Seattle. It is still definitely Wilson's team since Marshawn isn't there, but you can't deny the fact that with Chris Carson looking like the new beast mode, and especially that run that he had against Arizona yesterday, um, just went straight through the hole. This offensive line is coming together and blocking very well, and I think Seattle takes the win here in Dallas. It's just that this defense I don't think can, is – Prepared for a run game that the Seahawks have, and they're not prepared for a quarterback like Russell Wilson. They weren't in Week Three. They definitely aren't now. Uh, I mean, the addition of Mari Cooper definitely helps with their pass game, but I still think you know Seattle is the more experienced, seasoned, veteran team that's coming into this playoffs, and they're the one team I talked about that. You don't want to see in the playoffs, and I think that's going to ring true this Saturday. Uh, Seattle gets the win, and we'll go to play either New Orleans or the Rams. Now you have the Eagles and the Bears. This is no question. The Bears are going to win. I know the Eagles are defending Super Bowl champs. It's just that they're going into a cold January game against... The Bears. And the Bears have been a lockdown defense all year. Khalil is going to be a scary player to have to face against on offense for Nick for either Nick Foles or whoever the running back is going to be, uh, whether it be Darren Sproles or Clement. And Alshon Jeffrey, not all too healthy. I mean, has been in and out of games left and right this year. Um, besides that, they don't really have anyone on, else on the receiving court besides Zach Ertz, and he's been dealing with injuries this, t- this year, too. Their defense isn't playing as well as you thought they would be after a huge Super Bowl victory. I mean, falling to 3-5 and five early on the year, and now just barely squeaking into the playoffs at 9-7. and seven. I mean, yes, they shut out the Redskins, but this is a Redskins team that didn't have their starting quarterback, Alex Smith. And I think that the Bears and Mitchell Trubisky, Trubitsky will get his first playoff win, and the Bears will advance to the divisional round to go play the Rams. So, right now, what it looks like in the AFC and NFC, AFC, it looks like Chargers, Chiefs, Texans, Patriots, AFC, Saints, Seahawks, and <laughs> Rams, Bears. I'm going to start off with the Rams and Bears here because... These are two teams that met earlier this year. This time it is in L.A., so you know a little bit warmer weather for the for the Rams. The Rams won't have to deal with that. And I think just maybe if it's anything like their game a few weeks ago, because Khalil was just a beast that game, holding that offense, pretty much him single-handedly, and not to mention a few players in that secondary, holding that offense, the high-powered offense that's been compared to the greatest show on turf back in 2001. It's looking like... The Bears might be that kryptonite. And this Bears defense looking a little bit like the 85 Bears defense. And I think I'm going to give this win to the Bears. I think the Rams are a one-and-done team again. I don't think they can make it any further. So Bears in the NFC Championship game. Over to the AFC. Texans. Patriots. The Patriots beat the Texans earlier this year. First game of the year. Uh, It was a close game. And I think now that the Texans have come together, I like Tom Brady, um, you know, at home in the playoffs, but this year Brady has not been looking like himself. Uh, 11-5 and record is worse than he usually does, and I know 11-5 and record might seem like a good thing, but it's just that I think that it's it is one of those things where it was a close game. Brady has not been looking good. The Texans finally found their stride. And now it's just going to be a matter if the Texans can keep it tight together and actually beat the Patriots or if the Patriots are still the Patriots of old and, you know, go and play hard in the playoffs. It doesn't matter what the regular season says. And then go to the Super Bowl and win another Super Bowl ring for Brady. But if Brady wins the Super Bowl, he will retire and the Patriots will be resorted to a a laughing stock of the NFL. But I don't think that happens. I think the Texans get the win. I think the Texans defense is just too tough for the Patriots offense to match. And not to mention Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, the Clemson connection on that side of the ball on the offensive side of the ball. And I think it's just one of those Russell Wilson type things where it's just that it's gonna to be tough to stop a guy like Deshaun Watson. He's 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 just a great quarterback. He, I know he's inexperienced, but he gets his first playoff win the week before against the Colts. He's going to have that momentum building. He's going to want more, and he wins another. He finds a way to win in the divisional round and goes to the uh, conference championship game. So Texans in the conference championship game. Now sticking with the AFC, we have the Chiefs and the Chargers, and this game has been an interesting one all year long because – There were some bad calls their second meeting of the year in Kansas City, but their first meeting of the year, the Chiefs took it. Now, it seems like whoever has home field advantage, it does not benefit them whatsoever. And I feel like that might ring true a little bit here with the uh, Chargers and the Chiefs because... You never know what can happen in the playoffs. And I think Patrick Mahomes, he's a great guy, great quarterback. He has 50 touchdowns this year in his first season as a starter. And I think it's not going to be enough. I think Andrew, I think, <clears throat> not Andrew, Luck. <laughs> Phillip Rivers gets the win here and goes to the conference championship game. So your AFC title game will be Chiefs at Texans. Over in the NFC side, you have the Hawks at New Orleans now. Winner will go play the Bears And I have to have at least one upset pick this year. I'm picking the Hawks. I think the Hawks can do this because they've been able to match. The Rams have just come up a little bit short against them uh, in in their two meetings this year. And I think that... If there's any team that's hungry for a Super Bowl title and wants to win a Super Bowl title this year, Hawks are more hungry. They have the momentum rolling. They beat the Chiefs this year, which gave them a huge momentum boost. And I think the Seahawks beat this high-powered offense that the uh, Saints have created with the creation of Taysom Hill on offense, doing everything. He's the Swiss Army knife for that team. He can do anything for that team, but I don't think it'll be enough against a team that wins the turnover differential battle all season long, and that is the Seattle Seahawks. So the Hawks go to the NFC title game and play the Bears. So for the AFC Championship game, though, Texans win this. I think the Texans being at home, AFC Championship game, it's just momentum. It's momentum going through the team. These are teams that thrive off momentum. I think the teams that thrive off momentum will win games, and that's the Texans and the Seahawks. The Seahawks, the Texans Super Bowl, and I don't have a prediction for that. I'll give that prediction in the next episode, and I will see you guys later.